A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, hello, this is David, and uh, welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys, if this is the starting bit. Uh, bit of a treat for you listeners, bit of a different thing going on, which is this edition of Stalking Time for the Moon Boys is Stalking Time for the Moon Boys on the move. Uh, it's a road trip. Amazing. We are in uh, Tim's car. Hello. There's Tim. He's, that's, that's, I've got my eyes on the road, so yeah. I can't really talk. I mean, when I say like it's a road trip, you might have been thinking immediately, oh wow, are they on the Highway 101 between LA and San Francisco? But no, we're on the North no, Circular. We're, we're currently on the North Circular, <laughs> yeah. coming up to the junction with the A40 and the A12. Yeah, with Chingford and Walter Mabry. That's it, yeah. Uh, but, Which Chuck Berry didn't set to music, I don't think. No, and if we come off now, there's some industrial and retail parks <laughs> that might be great. But we are, quite excitingly, on the way to Tim's house. Uh, which, I, I don't know, it might be his fifth or sixth house that he owns. It's, um, well, I'm not, I'm not going to comment on that, because right. that is private information. Okay. But are you going to reveal where it is? Because it's... I don't know, you want me to or not? I think we have to. Well, it's in Suffolk. Do you just want to say Suffolk? Yeah. I mean, I don't, think, any, I, I don't think anyone's going to... Oh, I see, they literally, oh yeah, you could say where it is, yeah. Okay, we're on our way to Warberswick, which is a lovely village I've never been to. I think if our listeners want to visit, I'd like them to visit one at a time. Yeah, so, well, that, that's, that probably that's will happen, as there's only about seven of them. <laughs> uh, I think you'll probably organise it over Actually, a weekend. Actually, they can all come at once. Yeah, 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 it'll be fine. And Warberswick is a village in Suffolk by the sea, and it's very nice and uh, well I'll let you into a little showbiz secret here which is quite a lot of media and TV people have second homes there and uh, I've never been uh, never, it, never, never not? no never been never been invited by any You've of those never been to Warburg I've never been to Warburg really amazing to um, and you are very showbiz I'm pretty showbiz but I'm this is, this is the final nail in my showbiz coffee. Yeah. I'm finally going to Warmer's Week. And we're going there, and we, we decided to do a Stalking Down for the Moon Boys sort of on the move. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to get there, and Tim has learnt uh, from our elves how to record the podcast, but I'm just doing this on my phone, yeah, this see, bit. This, this, this bit, is in the car. This is going to be, this is the sort of real, the reportage that the Gonzo yeah. sort of um, collector's edition stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. when we get there, yeah, we're going to. One, two, 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 two. Is that still coming yeah. through? Yeah. Okay, so you oh, speak. And I can speak. Uh, okay. Um, here we are. I think we've already introduced it. I'm, in my mind, we've already introduced it in the car. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. going to say hello. I'm not going to give you the opportunity, which you, actually in the car you, you weren't able to do, of crashing the hello. hello like you like to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's fine for you to do it now. Yeah. But basically that moment's oh, gone. That moment has gone. Yeah. So now we're, we're in your house in Warberswick. Now, I can tell already that if... You could, it's going to sound echoey because yeah. it's a house that hasn't got carpets yet. Well, yeah. 
not too much detail, this room will never have carpets in okay. wood floors. Okay. But I don't know. I think you should have at least a rug. I think there will be a rug, and yeah. I think there'll be curtains, which will yeah, help. That would, that would help. Well, yeah. if we ever do it here again, yeah. curtains, a rug, maybe Ace, your dog, would be here, and some of it would bounce off him. I think a dog absorbs sound. I think we yeah. use Ace as a sound absorber. Yeah. I was thinking then, but it didn't quite come quick enough. I'm not sure there's anything that, that you said curtains. And I say I can't tell you how many times people have said it's. I'd really like it to be curtains for the stalking time for the moon boy. There was something in right in. Yeah, you see, what you've that, done there is that thing that some one does occasionally, which is like you can't think of a joke quick enough, and so you just mm. describe the map of the joke right in the hope that people yeah. will think that's funny. Yeah, they never do. Making Big Brother all those years ago, the big lesson about that I think was always part from the way that you destroyed many sort of moral and ethical structures in our society. Um, well, it doesn't sound like they were very firm structures then. <laughs> that, that's so true. it's probably best they were tested and yeah. we should get some new ones. Is that you should show your workings. Right. You know, if something's going wrong, just show it going wrong. Yes. People, that's much, people like that. They yeah, enjoy, I agree with that. They enjoy seeing that And indeed, that if you see the trajectory from the first Big Brother to Love mm. Island, then you can see, as oh. I say, the whole moral and ethical map going wrong. I'll tell you what's really you difficult. Show, show the workings of that. Perhaps in a, in a, a book... I tell you what's really, really difficult. Yeah, this happened to me yesterday. I found myself not having to say, but it felt natural to say because Pippa, my wife, had said something, and I said, "Well, maybe." And then I was going to say whatever it was. Right. It's really, really. I think it's impossible not to say, "Well, maybe." Like you're about to sing, you're going to be the one that saved me. Right. It's. Re- I think it's almost. Why have you brought that up? Because I just remember that happened last night. Right. Not um, relevant to what I was saying at all. No, sorry. No, well, I think I was about to say maybe. Right. And then I thought, it's really hard to say. Mm. You say if I, if I, I want you to say well, but I'm going to just say, so, David, um, I wonder whether, actually the way we should do this is we should go to the beach in a minute and then go to the pub. Well, maybe. You're going to be the one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean... I feel like I, they've owned I that. don't know that I'm enough of an Oasis right. head... Uh, I quite like Oasis, but I don't know if I'm someone who instinctive because normally with almost any accidental framing of words that sounds yeah. like a song right. that is in my head all the time, mm. so, but maybe it's not there at the front mm. of my head, but it is there, mm. I will have to say the song. Yes, right. And I don't know if we, I don't know, well maybe. Yeah, I don't know if I do need to say Wonderwall. I don't know if I'm going to Wonderwall. I think it's about the pacing of it. It's partly because mm. I'm not absolutely sure that I would know instinctively that it's you're going to be the one that saves me. Okay, right, yeah. I think I'd have to think about it for a second, and by, well, that, time, by that time I yeah. wouldn't want to say it. Well, maybe. It just sounds like that is the song. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You say well, maybe quite a lot, though. I mean, one does, in, in one time. Yeah, life. right. Well, not, not the word you say most is the. Yeah, I know that. Is it? Yeah. I'm just guessing that. That is the, I think. Is it? Yeah. And... The second one is... Okay, so my son told me something about this which and, I won't be able to express. Right. Some incredible fact about language, which is that the word most used is most used, and the second word most used is 50% less used. Like, oh, in wow. all so languages. it's a market leader by a long way. No, no, but look, it's exactly 50% less used. Oh. In what you would have thought was a completely random pattern language... <laughs> It's like, it's like exactly less, 50% less. How, you, how do they measure that? I don't know. My son told me this, and I thought it can't be true, and it is true. Like, whatever the most used word is in English, let's say it's the, right? 
it's used the, okay. the most, and like the second most used one is er. Uh, that'll be fifty yeah, percent. That's amazing. So I've just googled it. Yeah, it's not true. Well, no. What I want to say is I don't know what I've googled, <laughs> but I can tell you this. Yeah. This is headed the ten most used words in English. Okay. okay? So that feels okay. where we're at. Yeah. I don't think you'll guess a single one of them. Really? Yeah. So just try it. No. It's not that. No. That isn't one of the most used words in English. Right. So, so it can't be true. I think what I'm trying to say is, this is a lot more about what I've okay, Googled, because I don't know what I've Googled. Okay, sh- shall, I, shall, I, shall I go more left field than yeah, that? Yeah, you okay. need to. Okay, sprout. Okay, you're in the right area. This is, and I should say, this is Eggnog. headed... Eggnog. This is, you're in the right area. Your egg is good, because <laughs> the ten most Hat. used words in English... It's, it's com- Right, I can tell you what they are. The first Dog one, shit. the first one is yeah. omelet. That's obviously not true. <laughs> no, I'm not obviously not true. I'm not arguing this is true. I'm more baffled about what I've landed on. It says it says not the ten most used words in English in 1936 in Worthing. Yeah. It's ten most used words in omelet. Yeah. Cafe. <laughs> right. Restaurant. No, it's obviously not true, is it? Picnic. Yeah, these are all food appetite. words. Have you noticed they're all no, food words? I think words. I've worked out what it is. Yeah. Hors d'oeuvre, yeah. vinaigrette. Okay. Don't you think it's... Ten most ordered things. In... No. no. You can see, I'm showing you, ten most used words in English. So it's not... But I think, isn't it the ten most... <laughs> <laughs> it does say that. Can I just tell you, yeah. uh, listeners, it does say that. Yeah. It's one of those things where you Google something and you haven't actually gone to the sort of list right. and clicked on anything. It just comes up automatically. So is that... So there must be other information. Do you know what I think it is? What? Again, to remind you, omelette, aperitif, cafe, restaurant, picnic, bon appetit, hors d'oeuvre, and vinaigrette. <laughs> well, it's a very, it's a tea shop, all possibly where we are in Warberswick. Oh, yeah. it's, it's the their list of most used words, maybe 27 years ago. All used more than the. <laughs> I think it might be the top 10 words in English that have French origin. Okay, possibly, yes. You Is that correct? You'll no, click. I don't know because it just. Uh, you can click on it, you'll find out. Ten most users. You know you can click on it, right? Okay. This, I mean, this is brilliant. So I've gone onto the website, yeah, it, which is headed as I'll show you. As like a magic ten most used word in right. English. Okay. I was wondering what the ten most common words used in everyday English were. <laughs> it's not getting any better for the. It's not got an author of it, both written and spoken, and if learned, whether it would make the process of learning English simpler. Yeah. It's not as simple as it seems. When you talk about food, it says, so it's about in English, you're almost guaranteed to use French words. Here are the most common words. Omelette, aperitif, <laughs> cafe, restaurant. Yeah. So, but it does, we're talking about French food words yeah. in English. It's, that's what it's saying. Yeah. It I mean, I'm slightly surprised, even within this subset, and it is yeah. a subset, now, that cafe isn't used more often than omelette. I fully agree. By the way, in the same article, see if you can guess this, it says some German, the most common German words we use... In English. Hitler. If you... <laughs> I think it's a German word. No, no it's a German um, name. Uh, um, most commonly what German yeah, four, word? There are four of them. The classic rule of four. Okay. Can you get... Uh, German word in English. Uh, it's one of them I'm not sure about. Wurst? Probably <laughs> not. No, I mean, there is uh, a, there's a place where you might buy Wurst. Well, Munich. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is a German word. Yeah, that's true. But it's not used that often. Well, no, English. I think the German word is München, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, you mean a place where you like Might like a delicatessen? Food. Yes, delicatessen. Is that a German word? Well, that's what they're saying. Isn't oh yeah, it? Essen. 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 Yeah. Yes, that's true. Um, if this table moved without you touching it, it would be a poltergeist. Poltergeist. All right. Uh, breed of dog. Dachshund. 
Very good. And a type of food which... Wurst. No. That's uh, why... I, is this really German? Sausage. Sausage German. No, it's, for me, it's a Jewish... I said a New York Jewish... Um, yeah, I should know this. Uh, food. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of almost too obvious. Yeah, I mean... No, no, it's like, it's even... It's really obvious. Oh. It's uh, a bread-based thing. Challah. No, yeah. you're going to... You're, you're going to... I've gone too Jewish. Yeah, yeah, it's... it's, it's it's a bread-based thing. Yeah, it's just... it's You it's get them in everywhere. Tesco, Sainsbury... Bagel. Yes. Is that German? Yeah. It okay. will be German, yeah. You know a lot of Jewish things are German. Yeah, yeah that's true. Finally, the, the Japanese words. Will you get those? I don't think we should do this. Because what you're doing is... You're changing this podcast into a... Guess the language <laughs> words used in English mainly about foods. And that, that's a good podcast. I mean, yeah. I'm sure lots of people would enjoy that week after By week. Way, but that's really... It's... Do yeah. you, do you fancy another omelette? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing I, how it Can I just scattered. say, the really, part of what surprises me is I don't really like omelettes. I don't really get omelettes. Mm. As somebody who likes eggs... Why do you say it all the time then? I like eggs, right? right. I like uh, fried eggs, I like poached eggs. Right. I just um, want to tell you something before we carry on. Yeah. Uh, this morning I was doing some virtual reality on my um, headset, uh, right. on my, what's it called, headset? Uh, Oculus. Oculus, thank yeah. you. On my Oculus headset. Uh, and an extraordinary thing happened, which is, uh, I just downloaded a tennis game, which is actually really good. Okay, you're playing tennis in a virtual world. In, in a virtual world. With a racket? Um, well, not with a real racket. Okay. With a virtual racket and a virtual ball. Okay. But you do have to move your arms. So a it's lot. like the Wii, it's like the Wii was, like one of those... Much better than the Wii. Right, much better uh, Although, it's interesting you say the Wii, because yeah. that is almost Nostradamus-like in terms of what happened. So, <laughs> okay. uh, so I was playing it, and in my study at home, uh, where I was playing it, I have a toilet, uh, and I, was, I wasn't in the toilet, but I was quite near the toilet, right? right? Um, I've slightly given away the punchline, but never mind, <laughs> and I was, I, I had to hit, in the virtual reality world, quite a big, you know, ball was coming at me, <laughs> and I had to really swing for well, it. Well, they have massive balls, they change the shape of the ball, you mean? No... Did I say okay. big ball? Yeah, you said you had to have massive... No, what I meant like, was I just had... Hard at you. Yeah, I just had to right. swing my arm quite a lot okay. to, to make this shot. Got it. And I did that, and I... I, I, I you've never done virtual reality? No, uh, right. so, uh, no. So one of the things that, if you're a bit lazy with virtual reality, and you don't really think about what's actually around you in real life. I see. You're supposed yeah. to check. It, does, it had, in fact, said to me, do check. Right. It says this, do check around right. you so that you, you know, not going to hit yeah. anything while you... But I hadn't done. I just thought it will be fine. Right. And so I did this big smash or whatever. As I did it, the um, controller that I was using hit some corner of a wall somewhere, <laughs> flew off my hand, and I couldn't. I then took the mask off and thought, where the fuck has that gone? Couldn't find radius. I found it in the toilet. An amazing <laughs> thing. It actually spun out of my hand and landed plop right. in the toilet. That's advantage you, isn't it? <laughs> 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 yeah, um, I mean, it worked afterwards. I actually had to fish it out of the toilet, and it actually worked is, afterwards. Is the best place an example of a tennis game when he's looking at your surrounding? Is the best place to do that on a tennis court? Then best place to do what? Play Vir- virtual play reality? Tennis. No, and I think you should play tennis. If no, you're on a I tennis mean, court, I would play tennis. Right, but if you want the perfect reality, surroundings yeah. that you're not going to bash into things, it would be on a tennis court, wouldn't it? Where you played that, I presume. Right, you're raising a philosophical question here. Yeah. Which is, is virtual reality basically best suited to reality? Yeah. That's the question you're asking there. That probably is That's too difficult a question. I, I disagree. No, I think, I think you'd feel... Just turning on to the M11 now. For yeah, if you'd gone to all the trouble of hiring a tennis court 
yeah. just to play Oculus Tennis on it, I right. think you'd feel a bit of a chump. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, all you need is probably a bit more space uh, to wave your arms around than I was giving myself okay. uh, at, at that particular but moment. That, but but that but it's a really you really enjoyed it and it's, a, it's I enjoyed it until that happened and then I thought mm. I'd broken my controller but I hadn't mm. so so I'm gonna do it again. Mm. I think the other thing is worth saying for I the thought about saying by the way, then I yeah. thought it was just too horrible. No, I, I don't think I actually I don't think it's game sound match at all unless I actually shit on it. Right. <laughs> game okay. shit and match. Okay. <laughs> but it's just horrible. Yeah, no no that is well, it's a good job you didn't say that. Yeah, good job. Um, um yeah, no, that also means poo, well done. Um <laughs> The, the other thing that um, our viewers, listeners might not know or want to know is that in my car, we've got loads of things, because the house is, we're doing the house up, we haven't sort of properly moved in yet. So I've got all sorts of bits of furniture and chairs in the back of the car, and we're going to be moving it in, which you yeah. seemed a bit upset about. Well, they, well, thank you for setting up that. I was going to bring that up. So we just ate some crisps. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah. From the shop. Do you know what they were flavoured with? Beer, some beer, some yeah. Suffolk beer. Yeah, that's uh, hauntingly good beery flavoured crisps. Ghost ship Adnams from Adnams, it's local South brewery. Yeah, yeah, it's a very, it's a local brewery, and the crisps okay. were flavoured with it. Yeah, did you enjoy those? I quite enjoyed them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't drink anymore, as you know. Yeah, and so uh, if I was actually an alcoholic, which I, I I'm not, I might worry mm. that drinking, that eating Adnams beery crisps mm. would set me back on the road. You're to waking up. Can on, I say on the wasteland? I think it's it's Adnams. You're saying it like a character in Grange Hill. Adnams. Adnams. It's, is it Ad- Adnams? Adnams. Is it? Yeah. It's not Adnam. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Adnam. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Are you sure? You're just saying that because no, I promise you're, you. I promise you, it's Adnams. I mean, you've only just bought a house here. I don't yeah. Know, I don't know that you're the absolute or, uh, oracle. No. How to pronounce? Well, except that Adams. I can tell you, when you buy a house here, one of the things they test you on <laughs> is your pronunciation of local. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I, I had a Bowie thing uh, that I was going to bring, and I forgot, which was I was recently in Helsinki right. uh, on a sauna trip right. of Finland, and uh, while I was there, I bought a copy of Angie Bowie's biography, yeah. or autobiography, and I thought that would be great for the road trip, hmm. but it'll be, it'll be great for another podcast, because I've, for, I've forgotten you it. it. <laughs> I've forgotten it, yeah, I've right. forgotten it. Um, I did have a lovely time in Finland. Uh, you, you're telling me you went... Into some very icy. You went very hot, and then you went very cold. You Not icy, just just right. straight from the sauna into right. the sea. Right. One thing I, I so people are a bit confused about something. Uh, I think about saunas, pronounced sauna. Uh, that's like Adnan. Right. With Finland, <laughs> right. you'd have to say sauna. Right. Um, which is, I think, people immediately think, oh, it's Scandinavia. It's a sauna. He must have been naked with a lot of naked. Okay. People. I didn't think that, but thanks. For uh, that's me what. That well, that's what a lot of people assume. That's Germany, actually. In Germany. Not only would you have a delicatessen <laughs> and a bagel, you would also have a naked oh, sauna, and it's okay. considered very bad form to go into the sauna, or whatever how they pronounce it in right. Germany. Sauna. Yeah, they, they, I think they actively take your trunks off if you go in. Wow. Whereas Finland, it's generally certainly in a mixed sauna. Uh, you keep your, your shorts on. However, I was in one particular sauna, uh, really beautiful, on an island off Helsinki called Lona, uh, with a view of the sea outside where it wasn't a mixed sauna and there were two men in there completely naked. And here's the thing, point I wanted to make, which is I have no problem being in a sauna with naked men, except when they cross their legs. Oh. Because at the point when men naked cross their legs, right. I've noticed a lot, is often what you get is a sort of 
testicle fit to burst look going on under the inner thigh and squeeze tea bag it, yeah sort of and this man mm. uh, was this happens to me a lot right, right. so I, as you know I've talked about this before I get recognised quite a lot yeah because uh, I've got a very recognisable face yeah and I like saunas and generally if I go into a hotel sauna in mm. Britain mm. within about a minute uh, a big bloke who's nearly naked will come up to me and say it is you, isn't it? Or possibly it's coming home or something right, like that. Right, right. And I don't mind that normally, but when you're naked or near naked and sweating and mm. trapped, that's a little bit self-conscious making. But I thought I'd get away with it in Finland. But no, really? a Finnish man wow. said to me, are you who I think you are? And then I said, I don't know who you think. And he said, are you that comedian? And then he said, I lived in, I think he said Farnborough for, okay. for, yeah. for 10 years. Anyway, all this would have been totally fine were it not the fact that he was naked and crossing his legs. That, yeah. And, and thought, did, I just thought, it's not going to... By it, the way, just to stop, there's a pheasant walk behind you. That's just quite that's a that's happy part, sight. That's part of the joy. That's lovely. Look, there's a pheasant lovely. just outside the window. Is that a pheasant or a partridge? No, it's definitely a pheasant okay. walking through the garden. So, just sorry. so he had the squeeze tea bag. I don't think it was a tea bag. Or, I, I think of it as... It's sort of like the surface of a planet, but when you look like like some eruptions about to happen on that planet, do you <laughs> know what I mean? Because like sometimes you see from space. Right. I mean, like not actually in space, but right. on some program, it will show you like Mars during a dust storm. I see, or something like that. Right. And you'll see like what will on the testicle be a vein, but on yeah. Mars will be like a river that's right. about to burst its banks or whatever. Because I don't want to. It, get it looks a bit like that. Not get too sort of bodily related, but but I did occur to me the other day that. When you cross your legs, mm. you do often trap the testicle. Yeah. And I was sort of wondering why that isn't painful. Yeah, well, that, that's the point, is I know I'm a, I'm, I'm a man and I have the same genitals as the man, yeah. the, the Finnish man. actually the same. Not exactly the same, but the same basic genitals, mm. structurally, as the man who lived mm. in Farnborough, yeah. might have been Framdingham, um, which right. is a completely different part of the country. Quite near yeah. here, possibly. Isn't it? It's, it's, it's Suffolk, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I know he's not in pain, mm. but when I'm on the other side of it and the testicle does look quite mm. squeezed, mm. I f- it looks painful mm. and so it troubles me. I, it's tr- hard to do small talk while that's going yeah, on. Yeah, I can understand that. So, so Tim called me, I don't know, uh, last week and said, Do you want to come to Orbiswick and we could do a podcast on the way? And I thought, that sounds like a good idea. And then he arrived at my house in his car. And I, I get in the car, and it's quite difficult to get in the car with, with my bag and whatever, because there's loads of stuff in the bag. Yeah. And it turns out, essentially, he's hired me, but for no money, as a removals yeah. guy. Yeah. I, I am going to be helping him shift a lot of boxes into his house in Wilmerswick. Yeah. Like, I think you use this example, a PG Tips <laughs> chimp. I'm going to be saying at some point, cooey, Mr. Shifter. <laughs> What's that? Do you not know the PG Tips advert? Yeah, but I there's a bit where uh, this is my favourite bit of it, oh. where uh, the landlady comes out, yeah. uh, and uh, the removals guy and his son are trying to get a piano down the stairs. Yeah, remember that. And, and she comes out and says, "Cooey, Mister Shifter, would you like a cup of tea?" Uh, and, I do remember and, that. Yeah, and, I didn't remember it. So his name is Mister Shifter. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they they drum it home because I think you might see a van that says Shifter and Co. Yeah, removals okay. beforehand right. uh, and then he has a cup of tea and the, and the piano falls down the stairs and then his son says dad you know the piano's on my foot he says you are me and I'll play it oh, I've right. the whole advert oh I completely remember that now yeah. that's right. so it wasn't just visual humour was it? oh there was, it was many it was, much going on it was written yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, when you actually watch it a PG Tips advert which I, I have done quite recently because yeah. I like those adverts even though no doubt they've been terrible to the chimps 
I mean, this is something I think very deeply uh, and have written about it in my new book about atheism, which is we are really animals. I mean, we're yeah. so animals. Right. And the way you can make that clear is by looking at animals. Right. Who really do a lot of stuff like us and have yeah. really similar yeah. faces to us yeah. and bodies and hands and all sorts. Yeah. But this has been clear for a while because the PG Tips adverts were from the really? 1960s and 70s. And they really got it. I mean, really, they're like yeah. people. Yeah. Those, those well, monkeys. Well, they are. I mean, they can speak for a start. Yeah, they, and they write quite a tight little um, yeah. comedy sketches. Yeah. I um, no, they are very simple. Except they're nowhere near as good, are they? For example, I don't think they have music in their life. Do they? They don't sort of. You're talking not... about. He plays. Do you know the piano's on my foot? <laughs> That's true. And he plays it very well. That's true. No, they do have music in them. Yeah. So no, they are almost identical. Anyway, I shall be doing the QE Mr. Shifter job for Tim yeah. when we no, arrive really at Waterloo. Yeah, I'm really appreciative of it. And he hasn't offered me any money or whatever. No, but we, we can have a cup of tea. At the, is that what they did? They had a cup of tea to celebrate. Was that the, basically the thought behind the ad? They can't get the piano down the stairs. So the they lad, they, the woman comes out and just offers him a cup of tea, so he thinks down to yeah. a cup of tea, yeah. and then the piano falls down the stairs. Right. That's, that's, right. that's the sort of sketch, right. really. And really, the, do you know the piano's on my foot is the kind of coda. Got it. It's the sort of topper. Right. By the way, we actually have, I happen to know, the one thing I know about the house is that we have PG tips in the house, so we can If only, have... you, had, if only you had the PG tip <laughs> chips in the house, I'd be made well, I kind of do with you. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. Um, yeah. The other thing that's happened today, my daughter Ava, as you know, because she phoned, is moving house. Yeah. Uh, moving student house today. Yeah. And she phoned, uh, she's a bit stressed about it, and she phoned to say that one of the right. things that she's discovered as she gets a, is there's moths in the house and I said oh it's, it's you know I think this is what you say where as soon as someone says that you say be careful because you'll take them with you you know that seems to be that you'll take them you know because their eggs are in your clothes right and she didn't really realize that's what they did to destroy clothes and she, she looked it up and she found that moths don't have mouths really so they don't have mouths so how, how do they eat clothes right. and honestly I don't know is the answer I mean it's a bit like your tennis. There is no punchline other than say, I no, don't no, really get... No, tennis one did have get. a punchline. <laughs> it had a punchline, which is it landed in the toilet. Okay, you that's... said that's about as you. I didn't right. say the thing about game shit and match. Right. But all that is punchline. Okay, well, this one definitely... Because I don't know the answer Okay. To other than I now feel... Do they just eat via a different part of their bodies? It could be that. But also, I now feel moths are much more sinister yeah. than when I was... T- before I was told they don't have mouths. Okay. I once went to a pub, a party in Farnham, and it was a friend's birthday, and it was in Farnham, and, I, and I'd realised that nobody had sort of talked about how you get home. It was a long way from where I lived. I think I was probably still living at home. I was like 18 or so. And what it turned out was it was one of those mythical things that sounds brilliant but was terrible, which was it was a lock-in hmm. in this pub, that, but that basically went so far that you slept in the pub, not in a room, really? in the bar, oh. because he knew... I think there's a theatre school in Farnham, so it was something to do with the theatre, and so they had a relationship with the pub, and they'd always go there after putting plays on and stuff. And there was a certain point, even at 18, I thought, God, this is just terrible. Which yeah, is that it sounds horrible. At a certain point, people just started lying down on the floor. Yeah, and although you did that a lot in the yeah. old days. Yeah, uh, like in the old days, on, yeah. I would sleep, and that, now I find That's it very true. difficult to sleep anywhere. And actually, I think I did when, when I was young. I have always been an insomnia. Despite that, I would be at people's houses mm. and I would accept that I am just sleeping on the floor. Yeah, yes. Although I remember once being at a New Year's Eve party. <laughs> this is very funny, but I remember it as a very clear memory. And um, I thought, oh, it's going to be terrible, I'm not going to get any sleep. 
and I found so many cushions. I went round the house and found cushions oh, that's everywhere. Good. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think anyone else did this. That I was really comfy. You squirreled them away. And, I basically, yeah. must have been quite selfish of me. Although yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone else was bothered because everyone else was it a teenager yeah. who, unlike me, was a teenager just go to mm. sleep. Mm. But I remember that being one of the most comfortable times of mm. my life. Was just on the cushions of that. Floor. Do you think it's because well, you think a lot about sleep or lack I do. of sleep? There was this. I don't know if you're watching Sherwood, which is this. I don't know, well, I want, I've seen two episodes, okay. so no spoilers. But some I can't remember if it's in the first. I don't think it spoils it, even if you haven't seen this. But might have been in the first two episodes. It has that familiar trope of a policeman in this case who's determined to solve David the case. Morrissey. Well, no, I think it's um, oh, the other one, the other guy. Yeah, and he's in fact I know it is Michael Glenister. That's him. Michael Glenister. Well, it's not. It's not Philip. Philip. It's not Philip Glenister. Well, I know. It's it, another Glenister. Yeah, I think it's him. Yeah. And he's determined to solve the case, so he's working overtime looking at photographs, and the next scene is he's woken up asleep on his desk. Right. And David Morrissey comes in and says, God, you're putting the hours yeah, in. Yeah, I saw he's that. Like, and I'm sort of thinking, is that... Of course it's possible to nod off at your desk. Is it possible to sleep four or five hours leant over at a desk if you're tired enough? How do you know it was four or five hours? Well... Had the light changed? Yes, I think you got the sense that it was the next morning. Oh, next morning. Yeah. Could you think you could do that? If you no. Needed? No. No. I think uh, you might sleep for 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're not, certainly at our age, yeah, if you're no. not comfy, right. you wake up, your neck starts hurting. Have you seen your bed here? Uh, yes. Are you happy Looks, with it? Well, I'm slightly worried about oh, something, yeah. uh, which I have already mentioned, because yeah. as you know, one of the things about me, uh, and this must be an issue if you're a friend of mine, mm. is that any form of discomfort, and even like perceived future discomfort, mm. uh, I will immediately express. Mm. That's the opposite of my wife who right. will keep it to herself, not right. do that. It's like the thing I have, I'm sure we've expressed this as well, uh, with like my wife can't understand that if I go to someone else's house uh, for dinner or whatever, have we discussed this? I'll often go to the toilet and, and have a shit if I need to do wow. that. Right. Whereas she won't do no. that and says that apparently most people don't do that. No, but I that's don't, definitely not something you do. I, if I don't do it... <laughs> As a sort of calling card. Sounds a bit like you do. No, I don't. I only do, I only do it if I need to do it, but sometimes I do need right, to do it. Right. And the idea of not doing it, because mm. you don't do that at someone else's mm. house, when there is a toilet and that's what it's for, seems to me to be entirely ridiculous. Mm. But that's, that's, a, that's of a piece with the fact yeah. that I can't really bear discomfort of any, right. any sort. I really wouldn't have been great in the trenches from that point of view. So you're worried or about... Or indeed at Auschwitz, I often think. Like, I often think like, be, I would have been bad at Auschwitz. Yeah, I think most people found it challenging. Uh, most people found it challenging, but I, I often think, God, you know, obviously it was absolutely mm. appalling, but at the very, very, mm. you know, nursery slopes of Auschwitz, mm. the fact that mm. you had to sleep on, Cold, a, on, yeah. on, a, on a plank of wood, yes. that already I'm in yes. hell, you know, and there's a lot worse to come. And from that point of view, I went upstairs, a nice room, mm. uh, not much in it, but then this no. isn't, it's basically an unfurnished house. Yeah, so far. Yeah. I was a bit worried about the duck feather pillows because I yeah. think I might be allergic to duck feathers. Mm. I mean, I probably should be. I def- definitely... That's the thing about duck feather pillows, right? Is that like... Is duck feather unusual? Cause I thought no, no, no. The no. point is, I mean, I don't think you'd have to be that allergic mm. to... If it was an actual duck and you buried right. your face in it, <laughs> I think you'd be sneezing. Most people would be sneezing, wouldn't they? Yeah, I see what you mean. From that experience. Yeah. I mean, the duck would probably not like it. Yeah, but, I see what you mean. But, you know, it seems to me that... Or that... Pheasant that just walked. If I yeah. was to go and ask, it, pillow would be ask it to yeah. lie down so right. that I could bury my face, right. I think, forgetting about the pheasant, yeah. I think I'd probably think, oh no, it's a bit tickly and yes. whatever. But I, apparently, mm. most people are fine with it. I, well, I can't wait to find out, yeah. find out whether you're comfortable. Um, so, 
another thing that happened on the journey is that um, Tim made a mistake. So we had to go off uh, the M25 where we ended up. But I suddenly saw a sign that said Jewish Cemetery. And then I thought, oh, that's where my dad's buried. And I, I haven't been back to that since my dad uh, mm. was buried. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I didn't go back to it now because no, uh, there's a, a very long queue. Um, and we, you know, we want to get to Warberswick. So I apologise, Colin. Uh, but still quite, I think uh, that's quite extraordinary something. to... It's completely random. Well, actually, I don't know if I told you this. I did a speech at my dad's funeral, uh, which yeah. went very well. And uh, I um, repeated it on the Today programme. And I believe it was in the Sunday Times as well. So generally right. a success as far as funeral speeches go. Right. But I did an ad lib right at the start. Because I'd written something, but then I did an ad lib right at the start. Because the road that we're on now, we're probably... We're probably going to pass it. Uh, is very, very close to the cemetery. I'm really close. Right. So I just got up and I said, "Well, at least it's handy for the M25." <laughs> and that got a bit of a laugh, but not certainly wasn't the biggest laugh in it. I, I didn't regret doing it, but I thought it was all right. But then afterwards, Frank Skinner, who was there, instead of saying "good speech, Dave, or whatever," in a very comedian's way just said I didn't get that joke about the M25 <laughs> and I said well do you know what that road is there and he said no I said, well, that, I said that's the M25 and he went oh right and then he got it but as I say I felt immediately but, slightly upbraided from a comedy right. point of view by my old mucker no well, that would hurt and it's a good day to really puncture you isn't it on yeah. dad's funeral yeah although to be fair to Frank I think he was his point was comedians always have to Whatever the situation is, yeah. you know, you have, to, right. you, you have to look at things from, is, does that joke but work or not? What's, what's worth just doubling down on, this is a long way from anywhere, we're not like round the corner from your house, we're about an hour away, Yeah. and a random wrong turning takes us to your dad's no, I resting know. place. But the trouble is, you can then, when you break it down, this is where people go, well, he's trying to tell you something, and you sort of think, well, what though? My dad. Well. He's taken us out of our way, yeah. which is a bit annoying. Yeah. Would he do that? I suppose he might do well, that. Well, it implies that my dad has power over you, for a start, because yeah, you're the true. one who's driving, and you're the one yeah. who made the mistake yeah. to take us to close to where my dad yeah. is buried. So he's got power over right. you, and I don't think he ever knew who you were. No, I've never... Because you never met him, and also mentioned. by the time you would have met him, right. he'd had very, yeah. very advanced dementia. But also so it implies, he, he didn't remember me, right. so if he remembered you, I'd be really quite upset. And it implies he's physically there, like, come and see me. Yeah. Which is a dreadful thought. I don't believe that's what happens. No, but no. It so, seems unlikely to me yeah. that he would have thought that. To be honest with you, it seems unlikely to me that he would even want me to come and see him. Yeah. Or, he or, hardly wanted me to come and see him when he was alive. Well, the only interpretation is he wants to wind you up a bit. Yeah, that's possible. Miss a turning, which is a bit annoying. Yeah. And guess what? It's me that did it. Yeah. That's true. But, yeah, it might have been all those things. But, um, it's, but, it's, but it's definitely um, proof, further proof if proof were needed. Of the existence, um, of, an the existence of an afterlife and ghosts with agency. <laughs> yeah, um. yeah. I mean, if everyone's wondering, I didn't know until my dad died where he was meant to be buried, and he decided it worked out that he was going to be buried here. And people generally, don't they? They have a sort of sense like I'm going to be buried in this amazing place, in this beautiful place, or whatever. Right. It's very much not a beautiful place, and I know why my dad's buried here. Right. What will have happened is, at some point, he will have been sent to form probably I think by the synagogue they were members okay. of okay which said 300 quid for a plot here oh, right. and he'll have said yeah right. <laughs> that, that would have been it right we're going to do something we've never done before we're going to do a quiz are we 
and I'm going to say... You haven't told me about this. this no, because it's just occurring to me. Right. We are basically behind a lorry yeah. with a very well-known brand on it. Yeah. And I think if one of our listeners can tell us what it is... Right. ...they get a prize. Okay, how are we going to organise that? Um... Considering that we don't organise anything with this podcast, pri- we virtually only just about organise recording it. We, we, they'll get a prize. Okay. But you need to give a clue that doesn't give it away. Okay. You can see it, can't yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Do you want? He's got a big clue. Well, okay. Piers Morgan. Ah. Is that? Yeah. Piers yeah. Morgan was very upset by one of its new products. There you go. <laughs> okay. Piers Morgan was very upset about. One of its products. Yeah. It's new products. New products. Yeah. So, um, good. And what are we giving them? What's the prize? Well, I think we need to work out. Because I was going to say we could give them one of its products, but I don't really know how it would make no, that, that would work. Be, and also, I think there'd be laws against that, right. sending that out through okay. the mail. Right. I, don't, I think we're definitely going to acknowledge them in some way. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping we get some kind of money from that. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe we'll yeah. get some money from them. Yeah. Or maybe just some produce from yeah. them. Yeah. That's slightly given away what it is, the word yeah, produce. Yeah, okay, just, you, you, you're going too near the flame all the time, you're <laughs> okay. getting drawn in. Let's stop the quiz there, but, the but, motorway yeah, good, quiz. Good luck, everyone, and don't forget your mobiles will be charged at your, <laughs> your current rate, or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I went to Glastonbury since I lost yes. you. And that involves some discomfort. Well, it's a discomfort on obviously lots of levels. I said, actually, I might as well quote the tweet, because it went a little, oh, okay. it went semi-viral. I think I said it positively because sometimes people get very angry. Mm. If you take the piss, which I have done in the past, out of essentially middle-aged people who go to Glastonbury, uh, then sometimes people get very angry and, t- mm. and want to tell you how, how you know great it is or whatever in quite an aggressive way. So I was, I was being nice, but in a slightly patronising way, I guess. Uh, and I think I said something along the lines of, when I see festivals, what I'm immediately brought to mind is the discomfort the uh, fact that you can't sleep mm. uh, the fact that there's endless queues for the toilet right. uh, and, and I thought all this when I was young which I did I definitely when yeah. I was 27 and at Glastonbury I thought oh god this is hideous yeah. basically uh, so I, I think I ended up saying so you know I admire the life force of middle aged people at these festivals mm. but I'd much rather be watching from my sofa and that got a lot of likes, a lot of retweets, and whatever, and not much anger. Um, but you went. Well, I was that person. I mean, in a way, there's a thing where people say it looked amazing, and you find yourself saying, "Yes, it was amazing." And of course, you've been before. Right? Yeah, I've been quite a few times before, and it was sort of amazing. And you know, there were sort of moments which were lovely. But mostly, it's no sleep because you're. It's really hard to sleep. We stayed on site, and yeah. we were in a on really, site. It's impossible. It's like a posh tent and everything, but it's still a tent. And yeah. You're still camping, so I found. And there's still lots of people dancing until five o'clock in the morning. All right? of that, like yeah. really, so. But we were far enough away for that. It was just the fact we were camping and it was a bit cold. Yeah. And you talked about the nursery slopes of Auschwitz. I wouldn't make that comparison, but yeah. that thing about it's a bit cold. Yeah. Is enough to break me. Yeah. But the thing that you I you had a sleeping bag. Uh, no, it was like duvet and all that. Oh, you know, had, it was like a yeah, oh, you had a like, nice glamping yeah, tent. It was tent. an airbed. Yeah. It okay. was an airbed, and I think the problem with airbeds is you are basically you feel like you're on a ledge of a cliff and you're going to fall off. It just doesn't feel like you've settled. Yeah. Also, so it, I, when I was there, I had a sleeping bag, and a sleeping bag for me is always ruckling up in a weird way. Yes. Like it's always like oh, there's a bit of the sleeping yes. bag. 
That'd be a sorry, sudden dribbling. Yeah, you seem to be spitting all over my new table. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so excited by my sleeping bag inside. It's like dribbling. Anyway, yeah, it sort of goes under your legs and you can't, if you move yeah. at all, suddenly the sleeping bag is essentially not a bed at all. One of the most terrible, we have to be careful with that elbow. Going One of the most the terrible memories I have of it is... That's, that's what someone said at Glastonbury <laughs> to Guy Garner. <laughs> careful that there's a hell of a brand you've got there, but be careful. Yeah. Is that... I, for some reason, well, maybe we just did this as dares, or is it much of a dare? Went into a sleeping bag the wrong way around. What does it mean, the wrong way around? Like, you crawl in. Right. So your head, oh, is, so at your head bottom, is at the bottom. And then someone zips it up. Is that it's, Escape from Farty Harbour? It's, abs- it's, yes. like, it's like Escape from Farty Harbour. Yes, but it's more, it's, it's really absolutely all about claustrophobia. Yeah. It's, uh, even now, as I say, I'm getting slight palpitations. Mm-hmm. You go all the way down, your head is at the bottom of your feet, and yeah. the zip is up to your ankles. Yeah, but you might die. If it it's actually gets zipped up properly, yeah. there's not a lot of oxygen in a sleeping bag. No, there's, I, don't think, I don't think you'll die, but... No, you probably wouldn't die. But it's really claustrophobic. And um, Pippa might have didn't do that to me at Glastonbury. That no, would have been a bit sort of no, weird. No, at no. And also, you had a duvet. So anyway, but I did. But I did. What was your main what, take? Oh, take home. Well, I just want to divert take very, away very quickly in case we've said this before. But you know, Mr. Jones, the chemistry teacher at my school. Of course. Me and two or three friends. I think we were in a sort of reasonable set. It wasn't terrible, right. but I never got on with any of those sciences and all that. And I got thrown out, I think fourth year, was that sort of 15? I got thrown out of the class once for being noisy, but the fact is we were, I felt the reason, ironically, was we were having this discussion, my f- two or three friends. And the discussion, which got a bit animated, was, and I'll be interested in your views, can you see air? Right. And my contention was, if I remember rightly, you can see air, because <laughs> the... The bit I can see between me and you now... Is air. That's what I'm looking at, air. What I'm not seeing is just your face entirely in my eye. You know, you're not filling up the entire screen. Right. There's a thing... I can see the gap between us, and that's air. Yeah. So you can see it. Yeah, okay, but my view is... Is that right? (laughs) My view is that air... You know what air is, right? I mean, yeah. It's it's oxygen and... Nitrogen nitrogen and and stuff. Whatever the other small amount of... Chemicals uh, are yeah. hydrogen. Is it hydrogen? Hydrogen. Yeah. I think there's like a bit of there'd be something like not neon. Omelet. There's a bit of omelet. <laughs> um, anyway, in a vacuum, if yeah. me and you were in a vacuum, yeah, we wouldn't be able to breathe. But forget right. that for a minute. It would. It would look the same, but there'd be no air. Oh, I see what you're saying. So what well, you mean so is what's in the place of the air then? No air. There's no oxygen. There's no air. Is yeah. oxygen, nitrogen... What fills the gap between us in the vacuum? Nothing. There's nothing there. But what's it made of? A vacuum of? is nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? It's made of nothing. So you're suggesting you can see nothing? Yes. Right. Well, the, that's yeah. My point I is that's your, really yeah. the question you were asking. Yeah. Air is a gas, basically, yeah. or a mixture of gases. If Mr. Right? Jones... You can breathe. Yeah. He should have just said that. No, but I shouldn't, because your question wasn't really that... You'd misphrase the question. Right. Your question was, can you see nothing? Mm. That's right. what you should really be saying. Yes. And, and you could say, yes, I can see nothing, yeah. because otherwise there would mm. be something, you know, my face would be... Mm. But also, your question is also wrong, because you're also mm. talking about light at some level. Yep. Because That's if it true. was completely dark, you wouldn't be able to see yeah. anything. No. So can you see nothing when it's dark? There's a rabbit. I've just <laughs> literally there? seen a rabbit. It's, it's, a, a, big I mean, 
you're looking around and you can't see it. I promise you there wasn't. I wasn't just diverting. Pretty sure. Like, pretty I promise you, you got just, philosophical. I promise you there was a rabbit. Was it a big, like a yeah, hair? Yeah, it looked more like a hair. Oh, really? I really yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah, it looked like a hair. Oh, that's exciting. Um, this is just to remind listeners that we are in the country. Yeah, I think it's important we keep doing them. Keep doing that. Anyway, but I think we've got thing, as far as we can with the can you see nothing. The only thing I'd say about Glastonbury, which yeah. I don't know if it's, if it's a new thing or not, because it's famously, as you said, it's the toilets are... We stayed in what's called the hospitality area, which is where you, you pay a bit more. But there's thousands of people in it. It's not that special. And there's a rabbit there. You see it? That's, oh, that's a rabbit. Oh, yeah. it's a rabbit. It's a sweet little thing. He's is that a wild rabbit? Uh, I guess it must be. Quite. It must be a wild rabbit because it's not in a hutch. Yeah, yeah and it doesn't, unless it's just, it doesn't look like a pet rabbit. No, it doesn't. Oh, it looks, it's bounding. If only we yeah. could... Oh, had a sort of live webcam for the yeah. Well, that'd be um, a bit like a different program. Yeah, that's true. Calling it a program that's <laughs> grand. Uh, that a different kind of experience. Now, the only thing that is pretty Spring obvious. Watch or something. It's a bit obvious to talk about toilets at Glastonbury, but uh, the only thing I'd say reflecting on, uh, having been there lots of times, hospitality area has quite nice toilets. I mean, it's quite nice in the sense that a first-class seat on a jumbo jet is quite nice, relatively, but yeah. ultimately it's hopeless as a form of comfort right? yeah. but relative to what they so the hospitality toilets are relatively nice when you when you find yourself um, in need of the loo and you're out and about you use the normal toilets mm. and the thing that I don't know if this used to be the case is obviously they're basically plastic constructions with mm. a hole in that yeah. you go into the, into a cesspit yeah. the thing that I don't think I've ever seen before is the cesspit was a, honestly about 35 feet below. So you could see it from the hole in the so toilet. Not only can you see it in the hole in the toilet, which is not that unusual, but it was like a very, very long way down. But hang on, could you see it around the toilet? No, you can't see it around the toilet. You've got, it's like the whole toilet has been built, is, is on the ground, and then they've dug a hole. You're dug a really deep hole. Yeah. But really and did you look deep. down it for quite some time? Well, the reason I looked down it for quite some time, it's almost impossible to take your eyes off it because. Yeah. It was like a James Bond, like quite yeah. a low budget James yeah. Bond, where you're lo- James Bond and the abyss of shit. <laughs> where you're looking down, and it's like the sharks are circling. But right. Instead of sharks, they it, are it, poos. Yeah. Seriously, and they're not circling. And bits of toilet paper. They're, yeah. they're not circling, but they're slightly animate. Yeah. Because yeah. I think there's well, partly because there's about I don't know, like sixty toilet holes right you know so there's a lot of shit. so there are well but on that there are people actively using them right. so there's sort of ripples oh. yeah so there's stuff landing in oh, <laughs> but that's no. what's, that is what's happening yeah and some of it is people peeing so it's like yes so there's liquid yeah. yeah and like any edge that you look over it slightly draws you it you sort yeah. of feel like you you're being drawn in by it i mean i'll and tell you something which is which is sorry i don't want to if anyone listening might be already too disgusted but I think... So, I've only been to Glastonbury a couple of times, maybe three times. I think it was all in the 90s. Right. Uh, a couple of times when I was performing at the Comedy Tent, and once when I just went with my then girlfriend, who was very into things like that. Right. And we did a slightly weird thing. Was I was given a Ford car. And I say car, I mean K-A. Okay. That, that, I don't think it still right. exists anymore. I it think it does, was a, but does it? Well, it? It was a sort of very nineties form, right. sort of slightly gimmicky, small Did that feel, car. So that felt quite top of the range in a way. I was given. I was really weird. Ford gave me a car. I think well, it's the only time I've ever. For Glastonbury or just for no, life? no, for life they gave right. me one. Oh, I maybe I was meant to give it back, and maybe I did. <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah, I drove it onto the site, supposedly to some area that I was supposed to be given, but it just sunk in the mud. 
Uh, and right, lots okay. of hippies yes, it, had to sort of pull it out. Because it would be a terrible... That's the least Glastonbury-friendly car, I can oh, imagine. Yeah, and the whole thing was just... Mm. No, it, was te- mm. it was really... Mu- anyway, I have a very faint memory of going to the toilet in the... Not in the hospitality toilets, in the public toilets in mm. Glastonbury. And my point is this. My point is that I do remember that there was a bit of a yeah. dive to yeah. where the poo went, but I think they've made it deeper yes. since then. I think that I, in those days it was just a fairly... Oh, I see. I reckon maybe eight foot. They're more conscious I, I, of it. It's an ecological thing, perhaps. Or, or well, there's more toilets now, so there's more because more yeah. to go. And possibly they thought, how do we make this a less unpleasant experience? One way uh, is like, putting yes. more distance yes. between the shit yes. and the noses of yeah. the people above. Yeah, that doesn't work. No, I'm sure it doesn't work, but that but might I, be the thinking. I think they may... But what it... It's Tom Daly height, you know. It's it's huge. Can you imagine Tom? <laughs> That's what you've done now with that image. You, you I've imagined Somersaulting Tom into pirouetting it. through the air beautifully to land in some shit. That's unfortunate. One of our greatest athletes. You've brought that up. But I would I would say the depth of it means that it goes from being a look. Sorry about this, but this is where you've got to go. Get on with it and you move on into a feature, almost a celebration. Like almost. an installation. It's, it's, I tell you what, it's like, it's like Glastonbury toilets, but in Dubai or something. Right. You know? yeah. It's like we have the deepest toilets in the world, and they're all Instagrammed, because look how deep it is. Do you think anyone you know? did that? Do you think anyone took a photo of it? I can only say, when I saw it, and I only saw it once, because we only once used that particular, you know, used those toilets, is that I almost thought it's almost beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's I also so think... stunning. I also think... It raises quite a hefty issue. I mean, this is actually the case anyway, however deep it is. But anyway, about like, when everyone leaves, mm. fuck you have a lot of shit 30 yeah. feet underground yeah, yeah. Well, uh, in, a, in a long trench, because you said there were 60 toilets. Yeah, I don't think they cover it up, though, do they? Do they well, siphon it? Do they? Siphon? Well, I don't know. Siphon? What does that mean? Well, it means suck it up. Siphon it where? Well, they, don't they suck it up into what's known as honey trucks in certain... You know, Are they called honey trucks? Well, I think that's the that sort seems of slang a really of, weird term. For yeah, it. but that's the point. It's a sort of right. They, I believe, it's almost like you know when the drains are being cleaned outside. I, I thought honey they trucks sucked it up because honey it. means is it ironic? Yes. Yeah. 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 I okay. mean, I think that's what they're called because you get them in, and and I'm assuming that's what they do. I don't think they just put the soil over it. Well, I have no idea. Well, they, they, the honey trucks take it to a sewage farm, break it down. I'm going to say macerate. <laughs> yeah. I think. Treat it with chemicals. I mean, yeah. I'm assuming that's what happens. Okay. Because then, where do you have the next Glastonbury? You have to go 600 feet down <laughs> to keep going until you're basically pulling well, no, into Australia. No, I assume, <laughs> is that what they want? I mean, as I say, we don't want to be too toilety. Although no. Obviously, this is very toilety. Uh, but quite artistic toilety. Yeah. Human waste is biodegradable anyway. Right, it? is it? If you just leave it. It is biodegradable. Is it? Yeah. I think all, all work, like animals... Well, again, without... Animals, going... as, I, as I pointed out earlier, I don't know if you'll get into the podcast, but as I pointed out earlier, animals are basically just us, right? Yeah. They're just us. So yeah. when my cat poos in the right. garden, right. Uh, the reason that's okay, although sometimes she poos next door and Jeremy, my next door, yeah. is very upset I about know Jeremy, it. Yeah. Jeremy. Yeah, you do know Jeremy. Mm. He, he's, he's very nice about it, mm. but he does mention right. that my cats are shitting in his garden. Okay. And I suggest what you should build, Jeremy, is a 30-foot drop for <laughs> and maybe a hospitality <laughs> area for my very grand cat. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, what I uh, imagine is that that's not really a problem right. because poo just biodegrades. It's not metal. Well, again, we're getting slack, but... but is that still the case with all the processed food? And is that isn't that the point that it's 
that it's that there's chemical. I mean, that's that's oh, cavemen. Cavemen just ate reindeer and yeah. berries, yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, although they died much sooner than us. Uh, we've just passed a sign that says Douglas Barder Public House. Do you know what we can get there, Tim? Legless, David. Yeah. Okay. Two, so, so the thing two, is, yeah, that that we did, did that spontaneously. That's what happened. I have to tell you, we we did that spontaneously. I said, "Oh, look, the Douglas Barder Public House." I'll tell you what you can get there, and I paused, and Tim said, "Legless," and it was good. And then I said, "Shall we try and do that for the podcast?" And he said, "Well, we won't be able to recreate it." And he was right. It, it no, was shit. It was really bad. But yeah. it's good to get an update because. We've had a quite difficult journey. Yeah. And there was traffic jams and there was accidents and so on. And for the first time, I'm feeling like the traffic's calmed down. We're about 40 minutes away from Warburswick, the place we're heading. Yeah. And it feels like we're suddenly a bit more Thelma and Louise again, doesn't it? We've yeah. Got the wind in our hair. Yeah, got the wind. Do you feel that? Yeah. And any minute now, we're going to ride off a cliff. Uh, yeah. Well, you'll find one of the joys of Suffolk, yeah. a bit like Norfolk, is it's quite flat and it's not okay. really a cliff. But I know exactly what you mean. Well, because it was a Thelma and Louise reference. Yeah, that, yeah. I knew, obviously I knew what that meant. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're feeling good and we're feeling like we might get like an hour before <laughs> we have to go to bed by the time we get there. Yeah, it's been a long journey, to be honest. Uh, and we should have set off earlier. But, you know, we've got the Douglas Barter joke in the can. <laughs> the funny um, thing is, I think we've talked about this before, but when we get to the house, eventually we're going to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And we're both going to lie horizontally on mattresses quite close to each other with sort of divide walls divided between us mm. and then we're going to do what everyone seems to do with that question which is just close our eyes yeah you've mentioned and, this before yeah it's a weird thing isn't it we're, we're well just going... I, don't, I don't know if it's that weird i mean it's quite weird but you've mentioned before your, your we know what to do though don't we it's the, part of the weirdness of the fact that everyone goes to sleep we like it's like being a sort of rabbit in a hutch we'll just all agree now's the time when we lie flat and close our eyes yeah, and what way is that like being a rabbit well you know like when you sort of go around someone's house and they show you a rabbit's oh well he's actually sleeping now <laughs> you know it's like a natural thing isn't it they just we, yeah. just we just we hide away we lie down weirdly with a pillow just to angle our neck so it's a bit uncomfortable yeah. and then we close our eyes until it's light again yeah I don't um, know it just feels like it reduces us to animals yeah many things reduce us to animals right. planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.